0: So, Dirtball, you, um, you're you coming on the show t- for your new book.
1: Yes, indeed. It's about the science scientific men layout are better of than men women. and women's bathrooms. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> it.
0: Men are better than women. So, w- it's a bold statement. Um, w- what motivated you to write this book?
1: Uh, uh, the truth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you gotta let the powder dissolve.
1: That was horrible.
0: <laughs> it's it, it's cray-tome. This one's off to a rocky start. <laughs> and I'm switching cameras. I'm not. I'm not good at this, folks. So this is my first one. We got a. We got a person yesterday. I got to get self sufficient at. So watch him struggle. <laughs>
1: this is just chaos. for our audio anyway, only people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to restart? <laughs> take a minute. Take a minute. Actually, joking on this. It's just dry powder.
0: <coughs> okay, we're back. He's he's done for. All right, we're back. We're co workers now. <laughs> Jeremy and I actually <laughs> yeah, work together. I'm not actually a writer. Yeah, yeah no, he's not a writer. It, <laughs> it's a great book,
1: it's it's transformational to my life. Anyway, but yeah, audio only. We're co workers. Life is changing a lot. Yeah. It's the seasons of change, I guess. Seasons of a lot of change. since uh, we were going to record a podcast like a month ago
0: when you are like, hey, I'm clean from alcohol.
1: What's uh, What was
0: the as you're drinking Kratom?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm mostly sober. I'm California sober. I guess I'm Eugene sober. Nicotine too? Mostly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. And the nicotine is like during, somewhere in the course of my three years of heavily binge drinking every day. I uh, decided to start vaping just for no good reason, and that became its whole own addiction.
0: It's weird how it becomes a habit, because it starts as this thing of like, oh, I'll just occasionally do that, and then you have a vape, and then you start hitting it all the time.
1: Oh, it was straight to all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, took maybe like three days for it to become a serious all-day habit. What was harder to break, uh, nicotine or alcohol? Well, it's different. I think nicotine is is a more like all-encompassing addiction it just like gets way deep in your brain stem yeah but it's not as disruptive or destructive as alcohol and like there's there's a certain point you can get to with alcohol addiction where it's like physically dangerous to quit quickly were not, you there no huh. that's when you're drinking like hard liquor breakfast to dinner and you're more like soft liquor just at dinner sometimes soft liquor sometimes hard liquor is wine considered soft mix. liquor yeah i mean there's like liquor and then there's beer and wine mm, yeah. i guess it'd be like spirits and then because i cider, ciders are also soft liquor yeah nobody says soft liquor though. nobody does people it should be a <laughs>
0: phrase. soft liquor what was it like when you were like i mean because this is a, like a weird kenzie and i are furloughed we were like doing what the fuck are we doing for like two three months mm-hmm. and then a friend offered me some great gig work and i'll take it up and now i've been like was i like depressed i was definitely in like a pit of not doing anything i was still playing video games but what was what was it like like How do you... I don't know. And I don't don't mean to grill you the whole time. I'm like, hey, you fucking alcoholic. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: it's true, though. I'm an alcoholic and... Were. Well, I don't know, man. I think it's... Do you know what Pascal's Wager is? Yeah. The the religion one? Yeah, the thing about God. I'm trying to think of alcoholism in terms of Pascal's Wager, where it's like, whether or not I'm an alcoholic for life, it's probably better to act as though I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I... I don't know. And maybe it'll come a time cuz I I have been super like depressed and not grounded and there's been a lot of things in life leading me to drink the past couple of years but I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll level up and I'll get to a point where I'm more like stable and centered on the inside.
0: Well, kind of like nicotine. Like I could think of, oh, I'm permanently going to be a nicotine. Because there's no sense in, oh, I'll just get a vape for a week, or like, oh, I'll just start drinking again for a week. Yeah. But like drinking a day, like, would you drink casually at some point, like one beer? Are you one of those people who it's like one beer is too much, twenty isn't enough kind of thing? Like once they I get don't know started, what that means. Like once you get started, like one beer is too much because then you like. Then once you have like twenty, isn't enough. Like you just want to keep going.
1: Like one's oh, yeah. already too. I much. I mean, sort of. It depends. It that really might be a really on dumb quote. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it really, it's like. I've never had a problem with, like, drinking too much when I'm with other people. Mm. It's like the lonely drinking that mm. became a real problem for the me. The sad, pathetic drink drinking. Exactly. No, I, every, I, <laughs> the, like, that's what everyone says is they're like, oh, that's how you know you have a drinking problem is when you're drinking alone regularly. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Puppet guy meme again.
0: My dad would always say uh, I only drink if I'm alone or with someone. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, he's not an alcoholic. Um, yeah, man, I got off Fenibit. Nicotine. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty much Adderall and Kratome's the last one to kick. And mm-hmm. out of all of those, Fenibit was tricky. Everyone's like, that's like the most dangerous of them. So I'm like, I'll get off it. And I just like I didn't cold turkey it, so it was okay. But nicotine's just in there. Like you said, it's like it's like a mind deep virus. In the deep. Like three days in you start doing like the mental gymnastics to be like, Well, maybe if I get it and I like don't hit it all the time. Exactly. Ain't gonna happen.
1: And that's an interesting thing though, because there I feel like Cause I was in AA for a little bit, and I learned a lot about addiction in general in AA. Because it's at this point, it's about more than just alcoholism mm-hmm. in that program. There's like people there for all kinds of substances, mm-hmm. and the psychology of addiction is pretty much consistent, regardless what the substance is. Mm-hmm. And people go through. I've I've had myself going through those same exact mental hurdles with like every substance, basically with alcohol, with nicotine. It's like oh, I'll just get one little can of fucking White Claw or something and I'll just drink that and I'll be fine. But then once you start drinking, it's like you gotta have more. And it's the same with the vape or the coffee or the anything or weed even not so much with weed we it just
0: almost specifically like what goes well with white claw instead of
1: more is another substance too like they're really easy to oh, kind of like one of my first songs white claws cocaine the whole gang stay up like. <laughs> Dr- drugs just
0: go well together like nothing goes with dopamine like dopamine <laughs> like it's, it's just true. like
1: pound 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 and then you cover like the different bases of dopamine get the is
0: there different bases of dopamine
1: <laughs> i mean they're maybe not like different dopamine for every drug but it's like maybe they you know it's like music wavelengths yeah you know you have your kick and your snare and your bass and your your synthesizer what would be the
0: kick and the snare i mean nicotine would almost be the hi-hack because it comes in all the time it's like yeah definitely nicotine is like the shaker and the rhythm and the kick is like kratom or like an opiate just like every couple hours like boom alcohol is middle because if you don't drink for like an hour i already start feeling like shit alcohol might be like the lead synth hmm or the lead singer for some people's lives, where they just like, it's the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, being around, like, when I was at Arcimoto, like, a bunch of people in a work environment, like, people drink a lot. Like, once you kind of, and I've never really cared for at drinking work. that much. I mean, like, no, like, after work, like, partying. But it's just crazy seeing how much some people, like, really, really like drinking. And it's beer. Like, mm-hmm. wine's at least funner than beer. Beer's like, hey, do you want a bad taste in your mouth?
1: I like beer. Beer, there are a lot of good flavors in beer. Cider, maybe. Not beer. Beer's Beers for bitches. <laughs> I think the majority of drinkers would disagree with you.
0: So, what was your what was like the wake up call? Were you like making music all night drunk, and then you listen to it in the morning, you are like, that sounds like shit. I could stop. I should stop drinking, or what?
1: No, I mean, at a certain point, you just sit back and realize, like, oh, I've been hungover for like a year straight. That's not normal.
0: I'm kind of there right now, but <laughs> with kratom.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. There's no like, there's no specific event I can speak to. There was just a point where it was like, hang on. It's like the frog in the boiling water. You look around and you're like, "What are all these bubbles going on?"
0: And now you're yoked. I saw you at the summer. It was like you were slinging dirt balls on like a Sunday, mm-hmm. like two streets away. And I'm like, "You're fucking yoked!" And now you can deadlift 300 pounds. I'm getting there. 345. It's nuts. I
1: wouldn't consider myself yoked yet. I'm like kind of buff.
0: He's yoked, folks. For audio-only <laughs> listeners, he's yoked. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's important. I mean, wait. Do you do the reason I wanted you to go to this um, the DAC? which you'll just come in the couple Fridays. Mm-hmm. I want to do a sauna competition with you and a Stairmaster competition. Do you ever Stairmaster or not really?
1: I do rowing machine and exercise bike. For cardio? Yeah. And then also jujitsu is cardio. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm curious. because I, I could probably beat you on the Stairmaster. How long do you think you could go? A long time.
0: Along, all right, let's do it. Let's do a stairmaster. Well. <laughs> I started doing stairmaster with a thirty-five pound weight a couple days ago. And I'm like, that's actually kind of tricky because like my first carries
1: on the stairmaster. Yeah,
0: well, okay, like my first stairmaster, like right when I got the gym membership, like three minutes, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm fucking dying, and now I go twenty minutes. It's like you know, it's like pounding it out. It feels good. Sauna. I just got back from twenty-five minutes at one hundred eighty degrees sauna every day.
1: Yeah, I mean, good. you can probably out sauna me because you're practiced.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised. Caleb went another co-worker of ours and friend uh he didn't even start sweating he was up at 205 210 mm-hmm. he didn't even start sweating for 10 minutes hmm. it was like crazy so Weird. he 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 was he kind of beat me the first time you ever went is he from the desert or something i have no idea just some irish looking guy who just <laughs> is good at withstanding heat apparently maybe he's from arizona he's used to it no he's from iowa he's from a cold place like yeah. people in Denmark or uh, Finland, that's like the True, whole sauna place. Do. That's where they do sauna the most. <laughs> that's where they sauna the most. I got to admit, the, the switching the cameras is really, really fucky. I feel, mm. um, I, I, I need a co-host. You need but to place
1: your console better. I know.
0: Well, it's like one hand. I don't know what I'm going to do about it. But anyways, um, you just put in your two weeks and you're switching over to another job. Yeah. You happy? You, you, you know, you're a, a month ago, we've been playing chess once a week now mm-hmm. uh, for like a month or two. It's yeah. Like we've been crushing it and go, but um, but you were like, I'm almost done with dirt balls. You are like ready to throw it in. Were you still depressed up until then? Like were you still depressed after you got off alcohol?
1: I mean much less, but also yes. Because I mean, yeah, I mean part of the – a lot of people to drink and use a- use substances to just like escape from things they don't like in their lives. For and sure. I was like tolerating this really shitty job for a long time because the hours were really convenient for me to work on dirt balls in the morning and go to work in the afternoon. But it's just, like, eventually I was just kind of in denial about how much I hated it there just because of, like, the stability. Like, I had steady employment all through COVID. That's nice. Which was nice. A lot of people didn't have that.
0: If anything, unemployment's kind of nice. Like, getting – my dream job would be furloughed every year and a half.
1: Sometimes I wonder if I'm foolish for never taking advantage of unemployment.
0: You for sure – well, you you can't get fired for it, and you can't quit. You literally have to be, like, laid off or furloughed. That's, like, the only way to get it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, so if you just go like sexually harass a coworker to get six months of like free pay, they're like, no, no, you can't get that. <laughs> <laughs> a guy, game
1: <laughs>
0: if you go sexually harass a, f- a male coworker, you still can't get it. Um, yeah, I'm reading this, wow. rereading this book in the sauna. Cause like I started to go crazy in the sauna. Cause it's like 30 minutes every day of just sitting there trying to like, Oh, I'm fucking boiling myself. Mm-hmm. So I started reading the books and it's like, what did 20 somethings or what did it do in your 20 somethings? Mm. Um, and they're, Chapter I read in the song today it was about like underemployment, how like a lot of people just get jobs in their 20s, like, oh, this would be that, and how it doesn't build like a lot of those jobs don't build like identity capital. Like, even kind of the work we're doing right now, it'd be in like an interesting talking piece. There are skills we're learning that could potentially like be useful at other jobs. So, it's about like, I don't know, it was, it was interesting. It was weird to read as someone who's unemployed.
1: I mean, I do feel underemployed by normie standards normie. most of the time because I, I, I've, I've, my life has been more mostly like pretty unstructured entrepreneurial for the past three or four or five years. And I've never, I've, the only time I've had a, like a a regular work schedule, like nine to five every day was for like three months in 2014. Mm. I was working in a pen warehouse. <laughs> like Bic? <Beck>? Like Bic? <laughs> no, it was a company called Jet Pens. Mm. Like really shouts out to them. It's an amazing company run by wonderful people. Good and pens? They have great fucking stationery. did you get to bring some home do you have your own stamps notepads they had whiteboard books like a notebook that's whiteboards and you can it's kind of a stupid thing but they had it do you get a bunch like
0: (coughs) we get you know we get to enjoy like perks of a job like i asked the people at the dock they get a free membership i'm like fuck that's pretty nice sauna every day for free
1: no i mean there was like an employee discount that was pretty much the perk, and they had a I great they that had a that. great r- break room though. You should get shit for free. Lots at of a job. amenities in the break room. That's nice. But the point is, terrible place for me to work because I I don't know it was just too structured and like I was just wheeling a cart around all day picking pens out of boxes and. You're a free spirit. You should yeah be man go slinging I'm, dirt I'm balls creative. and wrapping I need to like. Make, yeah, I need to make beats and sell snacks. And. What,
0: what would be your um, your dream job? I, I asked folks like after you left to go finish off your two weeks, and the joke one is uh, a male porn star in a reverse gangbang only. Um, and the, the, the second one would be, well, um, in
1: order to get to that point, you have to do a lot of terrible shoots.
0: Got to slog through a bunch of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but that one peak, that peak. And then I was like more real, like being a marketer for Apple would be like dope. And then obviously the like, I don't dream of labor thing for people don't, oh, dude, but what would you like?
1: Be? If I could do PR for SpaceX, that would be awesome. That'd be pretty baller. Just be like the press representative.
0: We're sending rockets up there. That's yeah, it. Like, yeah.
1: I don't even know what i talk about. If oh, I was like, like marketing
0: rockets, who do you market it to?
1: Well, no, PR.
0: PR uh, is different than marketing. Is it? You're yeah. sharing like a brand, like, well, okay, what's, what's PR? Didn't you, you, you got a journalism degree, so
1: I guess this is yeah. your whole, okay, all right. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I was probably wrong there. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's a lot of overlap between them, but I would say- Backtracking already. Maybe marketing is more product focused and PR is more customer focused. Mm. But there's similar lines of work. And mm-hmm. in a lot of companies, the same team does the PR and the marketing. But.
0: So why would you want to do PR for space? Like, what would you do? Well, like, you just tell stories?
1: We can explain it to marketing. But, I mean, PR would be, like, I'm out there and there's, like, the rockets in the background. It's like, and Or, like, I would be on the live streams talking with, like, the M Marquez Brownleys of the world. Mm.
0: I could see you in that role.
1: Yeah, dude. I you probably
0: that. know a little bit about rocket science, really? <laughs> You imagine going into that you, role knowing nothing. You and they go up. What <laughs> yeah.
1: else do you need to know?
0: <laughs> going into like a role like that, knowing literally zero about <laughs> rockets, but just being like, "Well, I'm a good PR agent. I'm sure I'll figure it out on the spot." And people are asking like these questions, and you're okay. like, "I don't know." Yeah. There's smart people to deal with that.
1: Or maybe I think it
0: might be a little cooler to do PR for Neuralink. Mm. Or weird because they're like killing monkeys and shit, and like, eh, you know? well, that's what, exactly because there's more. <laughs> the monkeys deserved it. <laughs> you're just dissing on like well we only picked um like nazi hitler monkeys
1: <laughs> yeah we <laughs> we had monkeys in a room we put out a picture of hitler gandhi and santa claus and all the monkeys that went to hitler first those got the brain they input. got
0: the, they got early stage like alpha testing Neuralinks, and yeah. then yeah but we killed them all <laughs> other <No>, monkeys
1: <laughs> exactly but I don't, I don't i don't really see that in the cards mm. me working for spacex what's it what's a realistic goal then i guess Like the manager of a Airbnb resort out in the woods Mm. where I have my own cabin Mm. with like a ball and ass studio set up in it. And I just like go out and chit chat with the customers, make sure they've got the chocolate mints on their pillows and all that shit. A new model staying there every night. Exactly. (laughs) A
0: women only Airbnb.
1: Well, we'd have like the influencer suites at the resort. We could get all the like TikTok dancers and... Bro, and the fitness models, there's going to be a great gym at my resort, too. I like it. You're already talking there's going to be. Yeah.
0: Not even owner, though. (laughs) You didn't even go owner. You went manager. (laughs) (laughs) I want to deal with all the day-to-day intricacies of booking and shit. I'm like, what? I said
1: manager. Oh, Mike. I I said manager, but I meant owner. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I mean, and like, I want to be involved with the process. I'm not going to be doing the bookkeeping
0: or anything. Yeah, I would hate to do booking and like finding guests and funny enough, like, market. Like, I don't know, like, the intricacies of jobs like that just seem like they'd take all the fun out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But you'd just be essentially Absolutely. out in the woods making music.
1: Yeah. Well, and then also like making sure that people have a good time, answering their questions, showing them, like, here's the good hikes. Don't go on this hike if you're, if you don't like the hard stuff. <laughs> Hard stuff. No, there's difficult hikes. Go on yeah. this, go on this hike if you like hard stuff.
0: To only, only the males who go there. I like it. Um, when we were playing Go or chess last time, I guess because you were talking about like you've been that kind of employed for like five years, or, like uh, entrepreneurial for five years, you said, and I was like, what part of your life are you most nostalgic about? Because I was thinking like I, was, I don't know why I was just being nostalgic for a minute, mm. and you said like right when you came to Eugene, why did you leave California?
1: Well, I, w- I was getting pretty tired of living in San Jose, the big city, and I was leaving college. I didn't really have any job prospects in the Bay Area. You don't seem like a big city, Bay Area kind of guy. That's what I've learned since moving to Eugene. I like the... I mean, I grew up in Santa Rosa, which is a a little bit bigger than Eugene, I think, mm. but still the same like pace of life. Yeah, but just way more expensive. Oh yeah, wine country up there, all the yuppies, and yuppies. then half the city so burnt down. you came from it,
0: you came from wine, it it only makes sense that you enjoyed it kind of thing? <laughs> I
1: guess. I mean,
0: my my parents drank wine before we lived in California. Uh, you're like Bane, but instead of darkness, wine. I was born in the wine. <laughs> I was born in a celery <laughs> cellar. I was born in the wine barrel. <laughs> hey, and I'll die in it. <laughs> exactly. You're molded
1: by it. No, but Eugene's way better. It's it's a lot closer to nature, and really, it was pretty arbitrary why I even came to Eugene. It was how would you pick it? That's why I always think about like exchange
0: students who are like Air Corps or Eugene. I'm like, w- why here? Why not New York or L.A. or Miami or X.Y.Z.
1: I literally don't know. I just had I just got it in my head that like Oregon was going to be the place for me, and it was pretty much either Eugene or Portland. Yeah. And Portland again, big city. Yeah. Not the biggest city, but more city than I want to live but, in. Constantly. But I don't like
0: tiny cities like Philomath or like Roseburg, like these smaller cities. Like I like like kind of a city, you know, like I'm in the Whitaker. Like this is the most city I've ever lived in. Corvallis was like that sweet spot. Corvallis is the perfect size city. But so you pretty much came here, hit on like multiple women at once until one of them worked out. I don't know if you can talk about that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that yes, more or less. I mean, I think they all understood what was happening. <laughs> There's nothing.
0: They drew straws.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> John, <laughs> like, all right, who wants to take this <laughs> one? No, but we were homies, you know, and it's like, it's summer. You're young and sexy. You get gets flirtatious sometimes. Someone's you're got, swimming in the river. <laughs> someone's got to d- date the
0: dirtball dealer. <laughs> exactly.
1: Who's this fucking dirtball weirdo we just met? Um,
0: <laughs> but then you you met someone pretty recently. So did the person whose shirt I'm wearing. He's going to be the next guest to the show. Yeah, uh, I didn't meet her recently. Be who you need. Oh. Yeah.
1: She's, we've been dating for like a year.
0: You just said you started dating like six months ago. Well,
1: no. I said she's my girlfriend now. Oh. She hit me with the what are we like a week ago. Oh. And I was like already in like relationship mode in my head, you know? Yeah. Because there's that weird stage where you're like, you're dating, and you're both like, "Yeah, I really want to date this person," but neither of you is like really saying it. Yeah. And then the tension builds. And the tension. And how do you is answer? Good.
0: Were you like, "Yeah, we're boyfriend girlfriend," or you're like, "Yeah, we're running steady," or like, "Hey, yeah, I like, we're monogamous, I love exclusive." You. Wow.
1: <laughs> Not a, that's what. Like, that's the summary of it. Call know? her a bitch right off the bat. <laughs>
0: my, my Kenzie's still in the other room. The producer slacking. We had a long day at work. We're tired. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> We're still grinding though. <laughs> you know why? We're still grinding. Let it be known.
1: Oh. No, but yeah, it's dope. I haven't had an actual girlfriend since my since the girl who I moved here with.
0: Mm. Lots of boyfriends in between, but now you're going steady again. Mm. A year with one girl. Do you like like Are you like one of the serial monogamy people? Or are you like kind of like like eh? Just you know, fuck around, date. Like you seem like a free spirit in the sense that um, I guess you haven't moved in five
1: years. You seem like a like a I, like I a moved. roaming spirit of a body. I mean, I am in a lot of ways more mentally roaming than anything else, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do think I'm more monogamous than polyamorous or anything oh yeah but like before you're in a relationship i feel like everyone's polyamorous until you're in a monogamous relationship to a certain extent i
0: didn't realize how big of a thing that was and like kenzie and i hadn't dated anyone for like six months prior to meeting each other but like some friends that i know were like dating people while they were kind of dating and like until they like had the conversation you had with a partner Mm -hmm. recently like they're still dating people like the whole like six months three months i was like that's crazy that people do that
1: yeah I mean, that's just called. That's just dating around, playing the field, playing the, Pascal's rager. <laughs> casting your fishing rod yeah. out in the ocean, seeing yeah. who bites. Makes sense. Maybe, maybe you're a net trawler. God, I don't, I don't want to see you net trawlers. Just going to <laughs> going to strip clubs
0: Monday night at like 9 p.m. and just taking home any women whose shift ends. That's a net crawler.
1: I don't know, man. Maybe. I we just I watched know, I don't know crashers. much about strip clubs. I've
0: never seen wedding crashers. So it'd actually be going to the funeral like uh, Will Ferrell does, just like picking up on chicks who are like oh, yeah. mourning.
1: <laughs>
0: good movie. I don't know how I'd seen it. I always before.
1: wonder if people actually do that. I mean, there's got to be a couple people who do those kind of things. They're I, like Barney, what's his face, and How uh, I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I'd
0: like to wedding crash. Kenzie and I want to go. Would you want to go? You and your partner, You're, all four of us could go wedding crash.
1: I look great in the suit.
0: You look good in anything. You get all your stuff from uh, the, the clothes exchange.
1: Yeah. But I also, I love wearing suits. Especially back in journalism school, I was, like, so into the suits. I like it. You should play play my uh, journalism sizzle reel at the end of the video. <laughs> What's a sizzle reel? Oh, it's, it's like a highlight reel. Oh, nice. <laughs> but in show business, they call it a sizzle reel. Mm,
0: makes sense. You're just interviewing people for a couple of seconds? like.
1: No, just, like, clips of me on camera. It's like, reading headline, me at mm. the desk. Sorry, I'd like to see sorry, that. Sorry, there's a problem
0: with that story. We'll have more
1: for you later. If you'd send
0: that to me? I'd, li- I'd like to see it. And it's maybe on quiet. YouTube. Nice. <laughs> Um, it's funny, like we met randomly at rain building, which I'm now kind of at or working at again. Mm -hmm. Um, the entrepreneurial networking center of Eugene. Yeah. It's so vague in Eugene. It'd be cool if like Eugene was like a startup hub. Like it'd be cool if like, it was like, hopefully the prices didn't like affect it. But it's like when you were in rain, weren't a lot of the ideas you heard kind (laughs) of just like, what? Or like, I don't know. Like, and how, who, how could everyone have a big idea? But there was no, like, really big fish or, like, like big ideas where it's, like, a cool tech idea that's, like, infinitely scalable. Like, a lot of ideas were, like, oh, maybe, eh, I don't want to call anyone out. I mean, well, of- you
1: know, there were some of, like, the, the biotech projects that they were working on. Like, biotech, I don't understand any of it. Yeah. But when you have a good biotech company, mm-hmm. you're going to make stupid money. But
0: it also takes stupid, stupid money. And, like, not Eugene. Well, maybe. I don't know. It'd I mean, they probably into. have
1: good facilities over at the university. I don't know what that guy would need, but...
0: I had a friend recently who, because I'm in, mean, like, just a random... I don't know how I got in the group chat of people who are like, actually at biotech companies. Um, And he was like, hey, could you ask them if anyone knows about synthesizing um, ketamine from an insect? Like, they're going to, like, they're trying to, like, change the gene of an insect to be close to ketamine. So, like, they could change, like, like the blood of it or something. I'm like, yeah, maybe, they just man. just turned
1: my blood into ketamine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nightmare fuel um but i guess the one good idea like someone was like hey why the fuck do you have to fill up like buy a whole new like laundry detergent every time you should just be able to go fill it up like there were cool ideas you know that are kind of small but like ideas like that why wouldn't someone like google just do it not google obviously
1: well i mean having come from the bay area it i feel like bay area tech culture has really infected everyone's minds that might be it because it's just, like, there's, like, a template of what a startup idea should be. It's like, hey, what if we innovated laundry detergent? Yeah. Which, like, it would be good and it would reduce waste, but also it's, like, I, I feel like people would have done that already if it was a better business model on a certain level. Because yeah. people used to do those things. People used to bring milk to your house in reusable bottles and oh, you would yeah. give them the empties and they would take it back. And then everyone decided that plastic gallons from the supermarket are better than that. Yeah. And I think a similar process probably happened with laundry detergents. It's only it's only the hippies yeah. and the fucking the hipsters. You know, S- some sort of
0: regression might be good. It seems like people are a lot happier. People are eating healthier food. People are more stable. Less uh, plastic going into the environment. Like, some sort of regression to whatever we were doing right, like, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. Like, maybe we, there are some stuff like, hey, why don't we bring that back? Like, maybe there will be an innovator. Like, what if there's a disco club in Eugene? That would do well. Why is there no disco club? In, like, like, all the, like, clubs and bars and shit play this, like, we, kind of weird music, way too loud. And they're kind of grungy. Like, what if there's, like, nice, clean bar? Like, like, I think there's a lot of stuff previously that could come back.
1: Well, a lot of the venues in Eugene, from what I've seen, are just kind of mid- Mm. They're not necessarily bad, but it's just, like, th- no one's really... I would say the biggest innovators in the music scene of Eugene, are, as far as venues, is The Big Dirty, mm. where I will be playing on January 28th. Cool. Tickets $13 at the door, $5 pre-sale. I don't know when this is ever going to drop. But Tomorrow or something. Uh, drop it in I, I, February. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw a burlesque show at The Big Dirty. It was yeah, interesting. Yeah, The Big Dirty's dope. And because they actually, like, tried to create an experience. And what we are you talking mm. about with the disco club? That's an experience. Yeah. And I think you're right that it would take off. It would do a lot better than fucking Drake's or the goddamn Duck Drake Pub sense. or whatever. They're they all have. the
0: same, is what I'm getting at. Like exactly. They all feel
1: the same. Drake's and the Horsehead, I'm pretty sure they even share a wall. And they're like the exact same type of place. That's
0: funny. What I don't get about them is like. Just they don't do anything fun. Like uh, whether oh, I guess you weren't there. Um, we were considering like just making um, them funner. And there's like this thing called luster dust, which is you know those bottles that you get at like country fair like where cocaine? it looks like just... <laughs> oh, <that's funny>. luster <laughs> dust. Luster dust. Oh, I should get it. Um, I'll show you at the end of the show. It's Try like to make stuff... it's like an edible um, glitter. So you, if you put it in water, it like spins around. And it like mm. looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but everyone's just like. They're like, "Hey, let's pop music way too." Like, that's my whole thing. So, when you do a show there, do you get to pick the volume or are you just like, you know, the producers whoever like pick it all? Cuz I would be like go up there and be like, "Hey, can we make it like a moderate level?" Or like, I mean, do you hmm. have good or good or bad hearing? If you do like
1: live performance, do you wear earplugs? I have never worn earplugs for a performance. I don't think. See, that's why I think music's too loud is all the performers
0: and all the people listening to loud performance just have like bad ears. So then they need it loud to like accommodate for that where I'm like, maybe
1: I still have pretty good hearing like that. That's something that comes up with my, whenever I visit my family, they'll be like talking about me in the next room over. Like I remember my mom was looking at my pecan pie one Thanksgiving. She was like, Oh, it looks overcooked. I was like, what looks overcooked? (laughs) you with your weird fluxes. i have really good hearing another <laughs> Dude, day like probably three weeks good dental yeah,
0: three weeks ago i have shockingly good time out of nowhere
1: <laughs> i'm sure it was in context of the conversation no, no context <laughs>
0: no but it's been fun playing go and chess and we had another friend and we did an entire like really complicated puzzle not to not to brag or anything
1: it was hard though. It was a hard,
0: weird. There's not wood even puzzle. like a picture puzzle yeah. on it. But what? Yeah, it was just wood grain. It was even hard to see. But what's so fun about like Go and chess with a person real? Because you play them online. I don't know how you do it, like on your phone. Mm-hmm. Well, you take historically fifty minute shits so you can play Go games. Like, <laughs> but my whole thing is, I'm like, I, a I nine
1: by nine <laughs> game takes like five minutes tops.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't play. I don't play nineteen by nineteens on the toilet.
0: <laughs> they take a long time. But yeah. if you only had one, you'd pick chess over Go. Yeah, I think
1: so. I, I mean, just because I'm more familiar with it and
0: I have I have such a long history with chess. We like what we're good at. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. Like, in, just in life. And, like, the last while. It's like, I, I just tend to not want to do stuff that I'm kind of, like, decent at.
1: Lucky for me, I'm good at a lot of things. You surprisingly are. I had
0: another friend who, <laughs> funny enough, lives in the Bay Area. He works uh, down there. Like, Steve, one of the earliest guests, he came up here and I'm like, oh, let's play chess. And he crushes me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was in chess club. And you were in chess club. I'm like, what the fuck
1: is it <laughs> with everyone being just
0: so good at chess?
1: I was even, like I almost got a job teaching chess as like an after school program, but I think that, I don't remember, I don't know why I didn't get hired in the end, I think my chess skills weren't quite where the guy in charge wanted them to be. You're 1550, they're looking for a six, wait, what is your actual score? 1300 you said? Like, I think as of today it's like 1022 for Mm -hmm. rapid. Yeah, I'm going to have to do rapid because I want to score. I would guess you're around a six or seven hundred
0: just like like two days ago, you're like, oh, we're almost equal level. I didn't say that. I said you were a couple hundred below me. <laughs> He's lying. He's changing history. Let's play right now. I almost, okay, the last game we played was actually a really good game. It was a massive comeback. Yeah. And then a comeback was. on the other side. So I was like, you know, like, I don't know. I throw some blows here, guys. He's not sitting here crushing me ever. What did surprise me is you just started crushing me at go like like I beat you the first couple days like first day And then you like just went and like nerded out on it for like an hour And like, because I haven't looked up any like strategy for go for some reason It really ruins the game for me to like get too good at it too fast. like that's will always be my biggest regret is like Getting too good at Starcraft and not just enjoying like the being shitty at a game So thanks for at least letting me like I don't know It's cool to find someone who doesn't matter like you don't
1: care if you win every game at chess Oh, yeah, I'm in it for the love of the game totally.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: and that's why, like, I don't know if it's possible to really get tired of these games. Hmm. Because you could learn—theoretically, you could learn every opening for the first four or five moves. But then every single opening has hundreds of variations Hmm. that you learn. And top-level chess players know, like, every single game— and they're still learning more. And now that there's AI in the chess world, the AI is opening up even more variations than humans would have never thought of.
0: It's insane to think that the games existed for that long and there's literally openings that people haven't thought of.
1: I don't think there's openings people haven't thought of, but AI will make AI will see opportunities and strategies hmm. that humans won't see because they're able to look so far into the future. Hmm. And they'll make completely unexpected moves that baffle humans. And some people think that the AIs are replacing us, but I—they're—they're they're making us better. AI has made the best chess players better, yeah, because it's opening up new possibilities. And I think that's going to happen with everything.
0: What do you? I mean, are you getting big into ChatGTP or don't really care?
1: I haven't tried it yet, mm. but I've had an app that I want to build for a long time, and I think that m- this might be the time to try to make it happen with good old ChatGPT. Are you bringing back ThinkBot? Remember,
0: like there was like an all-white page and like 10 or 15 years ago and it was like had a thought bubble and you could t- it was almost like chat is like having a conversation with something thinkbot That oh, sounds familiar yeah but what's, what's the what's the app idea
1: it's called the it's the snack tech snack tracker mm. it's just like a it's like an app where you can be in the grocery store and you're like i don't know how good this is going to be for me and then you you scan the barcode and then there there will be categories of ingredients, basically red, green, yellow. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, there's red ingredients that are, like, I would consider canola oil to be a red ingredient. Seed oils are bad for you. And so it would definitely be influenced by my bias. Mm-hmm. But my bias is influenced by a lot of nutritional research that I've done. Yeah. I just have no idea how to, f- A, find the best nutritional databases and how to ping them. I think you would use SQL for that. That's what the nerds have told me. As a person in nutrition, what do you think of salt? I don't know if salt we've had this conversation. Salt is necessary for life.
0: Like, 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 <laughs> do you think like, people should be eating more? And I have a massive bias here. Like, You're like arguing against someone who's like going to brick wall if you go against me. Are do you, you pro-salt? I'm like so pro-salt. You, like, you should be having like tablespoons of salt per day.
1: I, I mean, I think there is a recommended amount. Which is way too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know how they reach that. And I think the problem with nutrition is it's really dependent on what you do. Not like salt. My, my nutritional needs, even salt, electrolytes. Mm-hmm. I sweat a lot more than a lot of people, so I need to replenish my electrolytes more. So I probably could do with more salt in my diet. But a lot of people naturally retain a lot of water, and if they get excess sodium, they have problems. It's
0: different. No, it's not even close. I've
1: been saunting every day. Like, you have no...
0: Like, sometimes I'll lose, like, a pound and a half of, like, bollic like sweat, you know, because I'll go for a whole hour, I'll 25 minutes, and shower, And then you replace your electrolytes. So I don't even have to take salt sometimes. Like, I did, like I've like i had times what where I haven't mean, sweat you... at all, and I've taken a ton of salt. I've just been lazy about eating salt. Who wants to, like, mix up the water and just, mm, mm, mm salt and drink it? Nobody. So, sometimes I get lazy with it. I'm a human being. <laughs> Fair. But as a general being, you don't lose your most salt through sweat. You piss it out. mm changes things right and i
1: pee a lot because i drink a lot of water and
0: your body's extremely good at passing salt hmm. but it's it, it's it can't create salt out of nothing so like the daily recommended amounts like 2.7 grams mm-hmm. 22,700 milligrams and that level has a higher risk of all-cause mortality and cardiovascular events than 14 grams so like like Wait. pretty much like six times the amount has a so lower risk like because your body can just pass it through so easily So having more salt has less risk? Yes. I do... Almost indefinitely. Pretty much the, the, the goal number is like 3.5 grams to 4. Mm-hmm. And if you go... So, like, the chart goes, like, way like that. So, like, if you have not enough, it, like, spikes up. Your all-cause mortality and cardiovascular events spikes up. And then if you have too much, it slowly oh, slams up. so, like,
1: up. the risk of having not enough is higher than the risk of having too much. Yeah,
0: it, like, immediately spikes up. And the RDA is below that, like, little sweet well, I mean, spot.
1: That, that's in line with what I said before. Salt is necessary for life. Yeah. Like you, you need... A fair amount of salt.
0: You can't play both sides on this friendo.
1: You pick the wrong... I, no, I've become much more pragmatic. Like, I, I don't really pick a side on anything. It's kind of a disability where like, I see the truth and legitimacy in everything people say. Even when the, they're like completely opposites. Yeah. It's tough. Make a lot of friends that way. <laughs> I, have, I actually have less friends than ever, but like better friends mm. than ever. You know? It's like, someone it's like that you Drake like... song. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. That's yeah, good. Yeah.
0: Shout out, out to Drizzy. <laughs> Shout out to Drizzy. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess like the more friend I don't know. I've never had, like, an absurdly amount of people that I talk to. But, like, over the years, I've, like, collected people who I talked to once or twice. For a while, we only talked, like, once a year, twice a year, you know? And those are the best friends for me because I'm, like, they're, like, so, like, you can set them on the back burner. And then out of the blue, it's, like, hey, let's work together now.
1: Oh, definitely. That shouts out to Augie Rose. Shouts out to Quinn Dang, the homies. Who's in Augie Rose? He's someone you've never met. He I met him in Eugene. he. He's the guy who really helped me become a good musician. Mm. like I told you earlier, I'd been making music since I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. But most of it was garbage. And I was like, I was making slow and steady progress. But then I started hanging out with Augie. And he just taught me so much sauce. Like, just skyrocketed my like, abilities as a musician. Like, like
0: what? Like editing or like actually like rapping?
1: Just the sauce, man. What's the sauce? It's hard. You just
0: put the Sound Goodizer on it? On Pretty everything? much.
1: No, but there's just like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, man. If you have the sauce, you have it, and if you don't, you don't. And you, it's like Gucci Mane said, you can't be born with sauce. You have to acquire. But the it's sauce. all about taste, is what I really realize. Like, well, yeah, not everyone likes my music. Yeah, no, you know? and not even my, my sauce is like, is like sweet Worcestershire.
0: So, is your target audience to you? Do you just make? Like, do you listen to your most your music like a,
1: a lot? A fair amount. Hmm. I I have some of my songs on my own playlists. It's really hit or miss listening to my own music. I either am ecstatic about how talented I am, or I think I'm the worst piece of trash to ever pick up a microphone. Yeah. And there's no in between.
0: Like so, you just gave uh, me and a friend a ride ago. You should just like put your music on the whole time, just like you have like hostages and just play. I've been thinking when I play Call of Duty, I have
1: a bunch of beats on my phone.
0: You should. I've been thinking of when I play Call of Duty, have a mic set up and just have my podcast playing the whole time. So anyone who doesn't mute me, just like like
1: (laughs) oh into the other (laughs) people. Yeah, it's just
0: it's free marketing, (laughs) or just like you could do with your music though. Like anytime you play an online video game, just Uh, like have like your music, your podcast, or something going. Should I start
1: Twitch streaming? What do you stretch stream?
0: Wait, what do you game? You play uh Skyrim online. I play Elder Scrolls online. You play both? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get sick of them? How many hours do you have in? No, Skyrim? the
1: Elder Scrolls universe is so fucking cool. Is it? These creators. I almost called them nerds, and a lot of them are nerds, but some people take that as a derogatory thing. I don't necessarily mean it that way cuz these fucking nerds have created such a rich, deep mythology to this world, and they've taken it from like before the dawn of mankind and like there's a whole new deities, new systems of science and physics and all this shit. It's explain, just fucking explain
0: like cool. one cool part of it, like that came together where you're like, wow, I gained a lot of respect for them.
1: In the first era, sorry, I keep leaning away. You're good. I'm not a I'm not the best Elder Scrolls historian. But in the first era, the people the Nords came over from the frozen land up to the north and came into Cyrodiil and there were some fucking snake people from Akavir mm. and they had to have a battle. And I've probably just made any nerds listening to this mad, but it, that's a tough question. Who won man. the snake people? They were eventually driven back to Akavir. Yeah. By I think mm. Uriel Septim. Wow. One of the septums, maybe it was Tiber septum. It's a lot of hard to remember names. That's what I, funny enough, like hate about the new Call
0: of Duty. Not to rail on it the whole time, but all the map names are like way too much. Whereas like the old ones are like Rust, Terminal, Zoo, and even like the recent like uh, Black Ops, like like the new like stuff in, should be in, so
1: easy. It's like Industrial Warpath or something. Now it's
0: worse. It's like Saint Petrograde Crossing or like just like multi-word, really confused. Like mm. I would be even more into like and same with Elden Ring, like lore. If it was just, like, like easy, cool name. Like, the, whoever picks the naming for a lot of these things should just go simple. Mm. But simple is good. Simple is good. Ken's and I are trying to come up with a name for a marketing company. And, like, how do you find a name that, like, because how good we market our, like, marketing company reflects on our marketing skills. So there's, like, that extra added pressure to it. Definitely. And we have no idea what to the name it, you know. Well, we should sit down. I'm good at coming up with names for stuff. Oh. So. That'd be good. I'm thinking like a one word that's like vaguely positive, even if it's not a word, but it has to be easy to spell. We'll get into it. We'll get into it after that. Maybe when we play chess. Yeah. We'll, uh...
1: I mean, the first thing to come to mind would be like Tyken,
0: T-Y-K-E-N. Tyken. Yeah. Surprisingly good, actually. Yeah. And then the domain name also
1: has to be open. Tyken, it definitely would. It's possible. It's it's such a gamble with domain names. What if I just went dirtball marketing? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd sue you. How I can light you sue a lawyer me? up, Doug. Would you? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you have a copyright on? Dur- okay, I was like, holy shit! Do you have an LLC though? Like, do you? Have, yeah. Like,
1: was I one? haven't trademarked it yet because that's expensive to get a lawyer to do that. And I, I've done a lot of things on my own, like I did the business filing on my own. I don't necessarily know if I did that right. It's hilarious. And having a trademark for some reason feels a little higher level than that.
0: Maybe I'll come up with a company. and It's like a food, and I'll call it Dangles. Like, remember, like, Dango's like, those, like, shiny dirt balls? You haven't seen them? No. Dorodango's? Oh, I want to pull it up. I'll, I'll pull it uh, I don't know how to remember. Yeah.
1: Hey, Kenzie, can you pull that up? It's, wor- it's, it's worth, it's <laughs> worth,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie, pull it. We Dorodango. need our producer. Dango. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I'd make them when I was kids. They were, like, super fun. If you just look that up. So those are if you take um like clumps of dirt and you like get them in a really good spear and then you add like soft dust to oh, it. Oh
1: like actual dirt. Blocks.
0: Yeah and then you you sift dirt mm. so it's only like the finest grains like through different microns and then uh, as M- you're going you just put like finer and finer on top until you get a perfect sphere and it literally looks like like a marble ball but it's just a dirt ball.
1: It's Japanese for mud dumpling. Yeah. Like you should make
0: one. That should be <laughs> that should be like the you know, your mascot is I mean, doesn't that look pretty cool? It looks like a, like an actual
1: They are like, aesthetically pleasing. I bet they were selling some of those at the Crystal Fair I went to.
0: That would be hilarious. Oh yeah, it's this is crazy kind of it's just a dirt ball. They're hard too. Like you could drop it from like this high and it wouldn't break.
1: There were definitely some of those at the Crystal Fair. They would probably call them like Dora White or something. Oh, that's Ma- funny. Some made up fake name. I I learned, man, there's so much scumbaggery in the crystal world. There's, like, types of citrine that are actually heat-treated amethyst and shit like that. People are making fake Gucci's, fake crystals, fake everything, Wait, so citrine is really cheap?
0: Citrine is really cheap and amethyst is really expensive, so they heat-treat it and it turns purple?
1: That's what I don't understand, because I thought amethyst was just overall more valuable than citrine because of your skyrim stealing stealth from pockets people or what no because i've been in the crystal game
0: for mm. a long time man mm. but there is amethyst in skyrim right like that is yeah. a, okay <laughs> i was gonna be like come on it's I, think, I think something. they're
1: worth 100 gold pieces nice yeah. Sick. but then for some reason once you take them to the store they undercut you and you only get like 60 so why do you even say the value if that's
0: not the value
1: <laughs> yeah todd howard what the fuck is up? Got a personal Vendetta. The whole thing about (laughs) games like- I fuck with Todd Howard.
0: Games like that, like once you get, like I used to love RuneScape because I loved the grind, but then it's like, Mm -hmm. once you could like buy money or like you get too much, games become so much less fun. Like like, same with like uh, Elden Ring. Like it was really fun when it was hard, but then after I beat it and I went through the second playthrough and like I like one shot every boss, I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. not fun. Like, It's interesting how not having... And same with GTA. So we just finished and now every character is like 27 mil. But prior to that, like, you couldn't even get
1: every upgrade for a car. Video games Mm. really are funny kind of because of scarcity. Oh, yeah. So much goes into the mechanics of, like, even with with Skyrim, for example, like, how often you find a piece of amethyst in a chest. Yeah. Probably took months to get that right, if not years, to get that dialed in. Yeah. It's wild. And I've done some, like, super basic game design. I did, like, a game design summer camp when I was little. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Yeah. I I I couldn't do it. It takes – and there's like hundreds of people working on these games, putting years into them. That's great. That's the crazy thing about Mark, the
0: founder of Arcimoto, is that he made Tribe, Tribes, and then Tribes 2, which won Game of the Year over StarCraft. Tribes. Yeah, it was like a massive multiplayer online first-person shooter that was like one of the first of its kind allowed for so many people. Huh. And now he's making another – he has, like, a Marble It Up, which is uh, on phones and Switch and stuff. So it's crazy to know, like, just people – I don't know how people Which I don't games. get
1: that, like a marble shooter game. No, it's not a shooter. It's just, like, you roll it kind of thing. Like Super Monkey Ball? Yes, I want to say. I don't know that <laughs>
0: much about marble lore and, and different video game options there. But um, back to the back to the beginning of the show, we're, like, probably, like, 50 minutes in. I don't, I don't exactly know how long it's been, but um, I do want to get to chess. Um you were uh, a depressed alcoholic, and now you're, like, literally deadlifting, like, 345. Um, well, I was deadlifting a lot amongst the alcoholism. Really?
1: How? Yeah. Uh, sheer force of will. You,
0: like, woke up hungover. You're like, but I'll still do the good thing. Or were you, like, counterbalancing, and you're like, oh, I'll do the good thing so I can drink?
1: Oh, there's a lot of, like, cope of just trying <laughs> cope, to yeah. have healthy habits to counterbalance bad habits. Yeah. Like, the idea of taking milk thistle every day as a liver, su- liver support supplement while I'm binge drinking every night. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious.
1: And you're on uh, ashwagandha for a while too. You still fuck with that? A little bit. Sometimes supplements are expensive Something. and not necessary to stay alive. So I don't and always I get, splurge on them. I get fucking sick of eating a bunch of pills.
0: Like once you go buy like, oh, vitamin D and like all these things in you, like every lunch you have like a handful of like 10
1: pills. and I'm like, I don't like that. That's why I like the greens powders. I don't mm-hmm. have the one that ad, that's advertised on every podcast, but I use a similar. Like a spirulina <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, spirulina in it. always They always have buckwheat and fucking all kinds of other stuff in them.
0: I kind of liked Wheat them grass. until I realized they had lead in them. Like anything that comes from the ocean has lead. Like seaweed at Costco mm. got pulled for a while. I got addicted to it. And then it wasn't at Costco for a while. Because of uh, lead? Yeah, they needed to advertise that as a cancer risk because it has so much lead in it because mm. pretty much everything in the ocean has lead. Yeah. Um, even the water we drink has lead. Like, there's a minimum or maximum viable amount of lead in water. And you drink so much more of it per weight than, like, Kratom has lead in it and arsenic. Like, there's, like, a third-party testing for, like, fenibit and kratome and all that stuff. And there's literally lead, arsenic, and cyanide in just these microscopic levels. I need to figure out which one's build up in the body and take less of those is mm. probably the real concern.
1: That's one of the crazy things I've learned from re- working in the food industry is, like, there's an acceptable amount of cow pus in milk. Cow pus. Cow pus. Yeah. Ooh. There's like an acceptable parts per Ooh. million.
0: I would even take blood, cow blood <laughs> over cow pus. All of or the cow above. piss. I'd take cow piss over cow pus.
1: <laughs> You're getting it all. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> a couple micrograms per gallon
0: Cuz I've seen one of those videos where they have a bowl with like a like a like they they pop it and just like so much gushes out. I'm like, oh, they're kind of bovine weird little yeah. funky animals.
1: Yeah, they're not living well in no, in these But farms. who is, let's be
0: honest. No, I'm kidding.
1: Us. We live in, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm feeling so good since yeah. I stopped drinking. Like but, just better and better every day. It's awesome. And it's been how long? Like three months? Yeah, a little over three months now. Maybe like hundred nine days. Nice.
0: I know way too much about you personally to know. I guess either. three months. I don't I don't know him that well. Um what I'm actually currently the most addicted to probably is sugar. Um, I've gotten in this horrible habit of like, so this is ribose tea in here mm-hmm. and I bought uh turbinado sugar. That's the good stuff. The, that's the good the crystals. stuff. It is, especially in tea because I don't mix it in. So I drink it at the bottom and it like, like I like crunch the crystals in my mouth. And I think there's like 800 grams of sugar in the whole bag. And I'll go through it in like a week. And I'm like, fuck, that's not, I great. mean, that
1: makes sense. how hundred I mean, grams of sugar a day. Well, just like the sugar addiction in general. Yeah. Cause like in the, Two months after I stopped drinking, I started eating so many gummy candies. Gummy candies are addicting. Dude, the sour gummies. I still can't find any goddamn sour jelly beans in this fucking poto I'll, I'll get one from Trader I don't know Trader what Joe's. is going... He I, has a vendetta against Trader Joe's. I don't so like Trader Joe's. <laughs> there's
0: too much packaging on everything. Yeah, there is too much packaging. It's pretty fucked up. I'm thinking about it right now. Gummy <laughs> candies are addicting. Maybe I'll just like start taking my like vitamin... Um, like if I have like vitamin B B12 complex, I'm going to crush it up and make gummies out of it cuz we know how to make gummies like, This is true. I wonder how bad it tastes or if you like of enough sweetener and ascorbic acid on the outside. I wonder if um you can make your own gummy vitamins just for yourself, not to sell to other oh, people. Oh, for sure.
1: You, know, it, you can get little molds easily for $4,000 for 20 of them. Yeah, just go over to Cash and Carry, get a bunch
0: of bulk gelatin. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's make gummy vitamins sometime. And then you like the the scene of uh, Charlie and it's always sunny. You're like, and I take them and I mash them together and I have these <laughs> little energy balls. But actually, though, that'd be kind of nice. Maybe I could just like mix all of them together, make, make them in a vat. It might just taste <laughs> so horrible. And then if it, maybe I'll do it with one of each pill first. Because mm. if it tastes horrible, dude, that would fucking suck. I guess each gummy would be too, oh, I'd eat multiple gummies.
1: I'm actually getting into this. This is a good idea. You just have like... Like seven gummies you have to take. Aren't we back to the problem of like having a bunch of pills now? Oh, yeah, eating eat
0: seven gummy candies is not a problem. That's a solution. <laughs> That's like, oh, no, at the end of a meal, I get to eat seven delicious gummy candies. That's True, like are sweetened and flavored. For sure, sweetened and flavored. I'm making them. <laughs> <laughs> I just doubled my daily allotment of uh, terminado sugar. Yeah. like, surrounded it. Um, my, like, app idea is also not a, it's a tracker of sorts, but it's a habit tracker. I've been ha- uh, tracking, like, my Kratom intake, how much I've saundered, how much I've read, mm. meditated, slept, screen time, worked, everything. Except video game time. It's really hard to track. You know, it's really hard to track for some reason. I'll, I'll eventually get it. But I want to, like, get all that. No habit tracker is good, like, on the market today. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried any.
1: I guess one while ago. Is that that Fabulous app? Does yeah, that that's, track the, that's like, one of the most famous ones. Yeah. yeah. How was it? I haven't even tried that one. It was nice. I mean, for, like, three weeks, it was nice. Because you get little reminders. It's like, hey, wake up. Drink water. Mm-hmm. Do your journal. Stretch then yeah, in the bitch. evening it's like tidy up mm. read go to bed
0: see i wouldn't do that i, w- I don't know if i'd have any, any reminders except for once a day it says track today's habits and the goal of it would be um to have really good like judging analytics of like okay like how much i've slept versus my happiness or how much kratom i've taken versus um you know how like like just seeing two analytics compared to each other mm. on a graph would be cool I haven't found that any. and also i'd want skill trees like Mm. Okay, like Sonning is an ability, and then like once you like you had a thousand hours, you're level twenty, and it's like uh, plus three resistance to heat or something. Like just a pretend like skill tree and stuff would be really fun. I'm
1: I'm like ninety percent sure I've seen an RPG themed habit tracking app that gives you XP points. If you can find the name of it, I've been because I want to make it just because it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a good. Maybe that was like that. I might be thinking of the startup weekend people because mm. there was somebody who had a startup weekend idea. Where it was like specifically for jogging, Mm -hmm. you like get experience points and unlock side quests Mm. for how long you've run. Yeah.
0: The only thing that ever almost got me into running is there is a funny enough an app um, and it takes it and any amount that you go the inside of that is now your territory kind of like go. So all your friends like as they go around different parts of the Mm. city, you You capture more territory. I'm like and whoever gets like the most territory wins. I'm like that might get me interested enough to actually and I just do it for walks. Fuck running. (laughs) running but um you know like I, let's get at me you Kenzie and a couple of people that'd be fun to actually get and then you, you probably the RPG w- thing no the the go version of oh, running running yeah because the other interesting part is you wouldn't do the same walks every day you'd probably do a different walk every day because you try to capture different territory
1: here's the problem with that though I don't like running either do you like walking I do walk sometimes. I've been known to walk. Do you not walk or run?
0: Do you just not move? You just like go from one place? Because that's why I realized. Is like human beings are meant to walk or run for like
1: so. Like we're like horses oh, yeah. kept in a stall. <clears throat> like, I mean I walk a fair amount. <clears throat> most of my jobs have involved a fair amount of walking. Hmm. I do like going for walks around the neighborhood.
0: Just come on and walk some. Kenzie and I try to walk for like an hour or two most days. Because mm. we just real like that would be a thing to track is like. It oh, probably I takes should... you about half an hour to walk to the sauna. Oh, I, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> the whole thing is, and like I have an e-bike that I hardly ever use. Once I'm done saunaing, I want to be at home enjoying life. I don't want to totally. be like biking or walking <laughs> home in the freezing ass cold or anything. I want to be like at home in bed or recording a podcast with dope ass person and playing chess. Like... Saunas have made, they have become my favorite thing. Cause right at the end of summer, I started laying in a hammock and either reading a book or just like laying in the hammock, just with the sun beating down on me for like an hour and a half, as naked as I could be. I'd have <laughs> shorts like scrunched up like a G string pretty much Yeah. just, and like, I'd start sweating. I was getting so good. And then winter hit and that's what started. And like, I got unemployed and then winter hit and I was like, what the fuck do I hmm. do for like, like that was so much do- That's as much dopamine as like blow or Adderall or something is just being in the sun for like an hour straight. Totally feels fucking good
1: i love the sun man love the sun i gotta get a fucking banana hammock
0: gotta get a, that's something i'm not gonna be like we should all get banana hammocks <laughs> like, it's just, and that's the odd thing no, about. you should make branded ones like branded man thongs for the mm, podcast that'd be fun to come on the talks with tiger you have to wear the banana hammock <laughs> be odd all of a sudden I have a weird you'd get a very different type like group of guests coming in if that was the case that i would um but, yeah, I mean, when when you come to the sauna with me and we do our sauna competition, are you going to be naked or are you going to wear, like, shorts? In the past, I've been naked with a towel on mm-hmm. in the sauna. That's what I normally do. Like, a lot of people, like, Lazar Liz, is always there completely naked. Yeah. Um, some people, like, just wear the towel. I, like, started, like, doing naked, but then I put a smaller towel, like, just over. Because I also figure, like, going in the hot tub or sauna, like, reduces the amount of, like, sperm you have. Like, mm-hmm. your sperm count. Because you're boiling. Sauna does. Yeah. Um, Hot tub does. So I assume sauna does. Sauna's is hotter than hot tub. Mm. Um, so anyways, I'm like, cool. I'm also just like kind of protecting it um and your hair gets like melting hot you got to put oil in it and then put water in it before you go in and mm. then um even then sometimes i'll put like a wet towel over it like that's the one buzzkill about saunas because when i didn't do that i just went in there with dry hair i had to shave my hair after a couple days because it got and i was going like swimming got, and like, then super in dried it out. super dried out because it's like like you literally touch it and it almost feels like it'd burn you but it doesn't store enough heat to actually do that mm. nuts but anyway anyone out there like kind of considering because i listened to joe rogan for so long and i'm like i'm gonna sauna one day I'm thinking about like the DAC membership, like if I quit it after a year or two, I could afford to buy my own sauna. True. You know, that'd and be cool. pretty
1: easy to build saunas.
0: Yeah. That'd be a cool thing of co-op though. Is, like multiple people could pitch in to build it or buy True. it. Like, yeah. Same thing with like a float tank. Everyone's like, oh, you can just build it. But like people on Reddit who have done it, it costs the same amount in materials as you could just buy one for. Maybe it'd a little nicer one. I, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I guess for some people it's like the thrill of the building But I don't know if you have thrill the thrill of, build. of building something I do, I built a floating bed I don't know if you ever saw Like it was like a floating bed
0: and it had LED lights under it So it looked like it was like levitating on light mm. And then uh, we moved in here And uh, people keep kidding their shin on it mm. um, And then, uh, you know, it got x out of there And then now I have a bunch of wood that I don't use But anyways This is a great show back Hopefully the watching it back, the camera switching was decent um, What are you going to put in my background? Ooh, hey, what do you want? can it be you sure oh my god do you remember the prank kind of prank i played yeah you posted on your instagram story like hey did anyone uh get a video of me performing that show last night and i made a fake email address and sent you a video (laughs) of just some like really fat person going like this i'm like oh yeah man i got it I
1: was so angry i was like who the fuck did this how dare you disrespect me
0: <laughs> so, I can put a video like that behind you Or if you send me a video of yourself shirtless Like that I can just put you shirtless dancing Behind you I like it it's very
1: meta, very meta. And on that note Deuces Bye everyone Asian deuces